Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Self-driving cars are exciting. Not only would they make it easier to get around, but they could also save a lot of lives. What's up for debate, however, is exactly how we make the jump to this futuristic technology. It's a bit like the trolley problem. You know, the ethical dilemma from that famous episode of The Good Place. I've been studying it my whole life. It's just that it's so theoretical, you know? I mean, you know, maybe there's a more concrete approach. We'll let Michael, a demon played by Ted Danson, explain. I made the trolley problem real so we could see how the ethics would actually play out. There are five workers on this track and one over there. Here are the levers to switch the tracks. Make a choice. The thing is, I mean, ethically speaking... No time, dude! Make a decision! Well, it's tricky! I mean, on the one Car companies have a similar decision to make when it comes to self-driving cars. Do we continue on the same path with cars that only have minor driver assistance features and leave ourselves more vulnerable to millions of deadly accidents? Or do we change tracks and roll out autonomous vehicle technology now in the hopes that it can be perfected in the field so that fewer people die in the future? Recode's Ronnie Mola has been talking to experts about the future of self-driving tech, and she's here to discuss. Wow, Adam, I haven't seen you in two years. I haven't seen you in two years. I haven't seen anybody but my dogs and my wife in two years. This is actually my only second in-person Rico Daily. Oh, man. Shereen beat me to it. So lately, you and I have been chatting a lot about what we're calling the 21st century trolley problem. Right. It's really dangerous to drive a regular car. Like already so many people, like 1.3 million people die in automobile accidents. It's one of the leading causes of death. And that's the kind of the whole premise behind why you want driverless cars, because ideally they would be better drivers than humans and fewer people would die. That said, the technology just isn't there yet. And so there have been deadly accidents caused by autonomous vehicles. But in a way, that's happening or we're choosing to let that happen so that so many other people don't die. So in other words, if we continue forward with the technology we have in cars right now, don't do anything, then a lot of people are going to die. But if we make a conscious decision to adopt this new technology, self-driving technology, autonomous technology, whatever you want to call it, there's a chance that far fewer would die. Yeah, eventually these cars will be better than, you know, distracted and drunk and whatever humans who die in car accidents all the time. So right now we've got two big players racing towards the promise of autonomous vehicles, vehicles that drive themselves. You can get in, say, vehicle, take me to work. And that happens. Let's start with Waymo. In broad strokes, Waymo has just been much more measured. They, for a long time, were just sort of studying the theory of it. They created a autonomous vehicle, but they had a driver 
in it, like someone sit in the seat and they're only doing it in Phoenix. Um, so this area that's sunny, you know, there's not like snowstorms and, and only in a certain area of Phoenix where it was well marked and where they, you know, had mapped it completely. And then eventually it, it, it is now autonomous uh, in the sense that like you can hail a taxi there and you get in the Waymo and no one's driving. This is level four. So it's not fully self-driving, not fully autonomous, but um, it's pretty close. And the second one is Tesla. And if you've ever followed anything Elon Musk has done, he is not one to wait and do things slowly or deliberately. Right. Uh, Tesla's approach has been a lot more dramatic and has really exaggerated the technology. They started integrating autonomous features like, you know, keeping you in the center of a lane and stuff like that. This would be level two. But it's really confusing because they call it autopilot and they also call it full self-driving and it's neither of those things. That's actually led to a lot of problems because people get out of the driver's seat. They rely on this thing that's called full self-driving and there have been accidents. Um, So basically it is nowhere near being an autonomous vehicle like a Waymo car is. But they've just sort of rolled that out to the general public. Now, now, when we're embarking on the autonomy front, uh, someone told me a thing that's quite true, which is even if you, for argument's sake, uh, reduce fatalities by 90% with autonomy, um, sure. <laughs> the, te- the 10% that do die uh, with autonomy are still going to sue you. Right. <laughs> the 90% that are living don't even know that that's the reason they're alive. So you mentioned some levels. It sounds like there's sort of a spectrum of how self-driving a self-driving car is. Yeah, there's this engineering group that puts out the scale of zero to five. Zero would be like, you have to do everything in the car. It doesn't even have cruise control. You know, you have the oldest car. There's Most new cars would not be a zero. They all have some sort of assistance features. Five would be you could drop that car in the middle of nowhere in any weather and say, get me from here to there, and it would do that for you. Waymo right now is kind of at a level four, which is uh, it doesn't need a driver, but it's in a very limited geographic range. Tesla's more about a level two, which is that it has a lot of assistance features, but you absolutely need a driver to be in the driver's seat with his or her hands on the wheel. So I was actually in San Francisco recently and saw a couple of the Waymo test vehicles. Yeah, they just started out there. Yeah, they sort of look like spaceships, like they're regular cars, but they have these like spinning pods on the top. And of course, I've seen a Tesla around too. They look like regular cars. So what's the real technical difference between these two approaches? First off, the Waymo vehicles are for, you know, their taxi service right now. It's a a commercial venture. And the big technical difference is that uh, Waymo just has a lot more redundant sensor systems. They have LIDAR, which is a laser thing. They have um, they have radar. They have a lot of cameras. And so it's integrating all of this information and you know making decisions based on that. Whereas Tesla's mostly only use cameras. Um, I think they used to have radar. They got rid of it. They don't use LIDAR, which is a lot more expensive. So there's just a lot less hardware on the Tesla, which, you know, brings us back to the the marketing it as autopilot or full self-driving. You know, that sort of terminology makes drivers think, hey, I don't need to be behind the wheel or I don't need to be paying attention. It's taking care of it for me. And that's not the case. You have to have your hands on the wheel. You have to be able to stop it before it hits that emergency vehicle, which apparently it keeps doing. So all the tech you described, those are various ways of Computers trying to see the world the way that humans do, looking for lines on the road, looking for obstacles. And it seems like these systems aren't quite perfect. If they would, we would all be riding around in level five self-driving cars. But in Tesla's case, the, the, the drivers of the car are supposed to be paying attention. But they, like you said, 
might trust the technology too much and, you know, watch Netflix on their phone instead. Are regulators doing anything about this? My understanding is that autonomous vehicles aren't regulated at a federal level. It's more um, cities and states are doing it. Um, that said, federal agencies are looking into these accidents with Teslas, you know, seeing what's happening there. And so something could come from that. Right. It almost seems like Elon Musk specifically is daring regulators to do something about it because he seems to just be rolling out new software that makes Teslas um, more autonomous. Move fast, break things, fix them later. Right. Well, moving fast and breaking things is one thing if you're building a website, but when you're building cars that people are riding in and their lives on the line, it's a different story, which brings us back to the trolley problem. Is Tesla doing the right thing by rolling this technology out sooner, giving it to more people, even if it's not ready? Or is Waymo doing the right thing by being extra careful, making sure everything is perfect and, you know, ensuring that they hit the moon with a shot instead of just getting to space. Right, further down the line. I mean, it really depends on on how many people you think it's okay to have on the other track. You know, without autonomous vehicles, just the way things are, there's going to be more than a million people each year who die in car accidents. And with autonomous vehicles or semi-autonomous vehicles, it's going to be fewer. But I, I think that's the that's the thing, like how many fewer. Thanks for joining us, Ronnie. I'm very happy to be in a like face-to-face room talking with a person. Like this has been such a disembodied experience for the last, you know, year and a half. And thank you for listening to Rico Daily. My name is Adam Clark Estes. This episode was produced by Taylor Macon and engineered by Paul Robert Mouncy. Do you like to drive a car? Would you rather have a robot do it? Let us know what you think and email us at RicoDaily at Rico.net. <laughs>